So welcome to Truvine Talks with Rachel and Linda. We're Barbies today. Barbies. <laughs> Having fun with Barbie core. It's all the topic. Yes, it is. All right. So we're going to talk about this today, guys. So I hope you got a chance to see the Barbie movie and we're going to talk about how um, it impacts mental health for both genders and we um, are excited to to share some of these jewels that Miss Rachel has pondered on and we're, we're going to get into it. Yay! In the fantastic fantastic there were so many layers of lessons wrapped up into the barbie movie and i think that one of the main ones was you are okay and have value just as you are mm. you don't need to be impressive you don't have to get people's attention like just you being you is enough you are enough enough there's probably going to be spoilers in this podcast so if you haven't seen the barbie movie yet and you would like to hit pause and come back later <laughs> come back later yes i'm a barbie girl <laughs> okay so you know what kind of stood out for you i mean did you have a lot of barbies growing up or were you like not a barbie girl or I loved Barbies. I had a lot of Barbies. I had that skater Barbie from the oh. movie with the rollerblades and the matching Ken. So I loved that scene. Mm. Had the 1998 Barbie dream house with the stained glass windows and the elevator. <laughs> nice. Yes. And when, can I ask when you were a little girl, did you always imagine living in a Barbie house after playing with that? Oh, yeah. My yeah. sister and I were only two years apart. We're very close. We would play Barbies together. And we would talk about how one day we would each have our own house that would be connected by a bridge. And we were going to live together forever in our Barbie mansion. <laughs> I love that. That sisterly bond. And you're like, oh, we're going to be Barbies. Live in yes. our Barbie house together. Oh, yes yes so you you had good experience with barbie i did yeah um i had a, a i think i had a brunette barbie and i had a blonde barbie and you know we didn't have the resources when i was younger you know to have the house or the car but i'm good to my cousins and she had the van and the nice you know the beach and I was like whoa there's a beach wow. how cool is this I didn't know that I think it was like a foil paper you set out awesome that looked like the beach so that was fun um you know just sort of as a young girl imagining adulthood and what that's like to you know transition from you know being a young teen girl into becoming Barbie so I think there's a lot 
to be said about that teen, those teen years for young girls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so there's been in the past a lot of talk about how, you know, maybe Barbie creates challenges, right? Unrealistic expectations on um, aesthetic and appearance and, you know, body size and shape. Oh, yeah. Uh, which they bring up and address in the movie a little bit. Oh yeah, that's right, Rachel. They did address the um, those those body images and how yeah, it's like it's just this unrealistic expectation because she was the um, what did they call that? The original Barbie or the what was the word they kept using? Something like classic or traditional Barbie, something like that. Yeah, she is the um, ideal. And I think that's that's true in our culture is what is the ideal female archetype and mm. what does that look like? So, yes. Yeah, they get even deeper than uh, body and appearance. You know, they talk about how life is this constant balance of contradictions and how there's so many double standards and it's like impossible to meet these societal standards. Right? how like you've got to be career driven and have this successful, impressive job, but you've also got to be a great parent, always be there for your kids. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, is it enough for um, Barbie to want to just be, um, you know, just beautiful and I love the president in the movie is you know um an African woman of wonderful intelligence that just I love it I like I love that there are female doctors there's female everything supreme construction workers yes in Barbie land the women do everything the yeah. women do everything and I love that I love that um respect for our um intellect and not just appearance and that's that's a good message to to girls too yeah and, and if we go you know we think about how it is can you see my eyes or do I need to take them off what do you think I can see them but if you'd like to take them off that's fine okay I want my viewers yeah. to see okay <laughs> like that so you know we want to we want people to feel um like they're they're addressing the gender role differences in this movie and we love men and women all all inclusive yeah you know, non-binary yes gender fluid gender fluid we're so inclusive we love people we love yeah. people and so I just think they did a nice job of showing what Rachel and I were talking about the two extremes in the mm -hmm. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because in Barbie land, the Barbies do it all, like we were saying, right? Then Barbie, I'm going to try not to give like every detail of the movie away. <laughs> when right. Barbie goes to the real world, she realizes that there are some jobs, some careers 
that women aren't visible in. And she's shocked. She's never witnessed this before. Mm -hmm. Like at Mattel headquarters, there wasn't a single woman on the staff of Barbie. Yeah. Except for the secretary, right? Except for the secretary, right? Yeah. Yeah. The one that played with Barbie. Yeah. When she was a little girl. Yeah. And that shows the, um, you know, that doesn't make a lot of sense in, in Barbie world. Like what, where are the women at and where's their perspective and their experiences? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Ken goes and he's like, oh my gosh, men are so cool here. People talk to me. I'm acknowledged. Yeah. He's like getting attention from everyone. Yeah. Not just having to wait for Barbie to notice him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think the movie did a really good job showing how it doesn't matter which way that pendulum is swinging. If all of the power is given to one group of people, mm-hmm. other people are going to be oppressed. Other people are going to be hurt. Exactly. Exactly. It's a patriarchy isn't representing the whole and extreme um, feminism is not Barbie. Barbieism. Yeah, maybe it's not feminism. Maybe Barbieism is not representing the whole as a people. And Rachel and I are both hypersensitive types and we we pick up on these things we're like oh goodness we want to we want to love and care for everyone we're sensitive to people's feelings and Mm -hmm. i felt like the movie was very good at emoting uh barbie showing some emotion about what it's like to be human yes felt so seen Mm-hmm. No, but the movie was great because like I would I would laugh and and then water would come to my eyes and I would I would tear up and get a little misty eyed at times right when she's talking about like oh I feel really conscious of myself it, it doesn't feel safe like yeah when yeah. she like noticed she had cellulite <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm like oh you're human yeah Um, that was good and you know ken's like finding himself over in the real world and he's like wow men rule and then he you know we're we're gonna bring it back and then he goes to barbie land and has the ken's revolt uh against the barbies saying that yeah we're in charge now okay Yeah. yeah tries to flip it yeah mm-hmm. yeah and so i don't let's see what you've got on your notes because i want to keep track of your good notes yeah. um you are okay and you have value just as you are yeah, yeah. the enoughness of one of the big themes was you know we're all at one point children and then we become adults, right? And so sometimes we, we got to remember that. And we got to remember that to give ourselves grace and to be patient and understanding of others that we're all just children 
who became adults and are just being human Mm -hmm. in a world full of contradictions. Excuse me. There are a lot of contradictions. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like the next one is like the danger of letting another person define you. Right. So, oh, let's talk about it. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, another person or anything other than yourself defining you is dangerous. You know, if you let being a parent define you, or you let your job define you, or you let your past history define you or your partner or your best friend, right? If, if your whole identity, your sense of self is wrapped up in something else, that's really dangerous. Yeah, because what happens when the other person is not validating you? Yeah, feels like your worth, your value. Mm -hmm. as a human being goes down that's what they were showing with ken he only mattered when barbie would look at him and pay attention to him and you could see it in his face ryan gosling did a fabulous job acting right hi barbie Uh, and she would say hi ken and he would just light up he was on top of the world and as soon as she said hi to somebody else I mean, he was just crushed. Yeah, just deflated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're yeah. marinating in that for a moment, mm-hmm. Rachel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feeling yeah. deflated because you're not feeling seen or heard by that person. Yeah. Not One good person. enough. Right? Not good enough. Yeah. If all your worth and value is put into your job, and you don't feel like your job's impressive enough, or you don't feel like you're, you know, you had a bad day, you weren't feeling your best, and you messed up. Yeah, not going to feel good enough. Worth of value is going to fluctuate. Mm-hmm. Same thing as a parent. Your kid is having a rough day, and they scream, "I hate you! You're the worst parent ever!" Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So having your identity all wrapped up in how another person interacts with you is problematic for your mental health. Yeah. Because then it it puts you in a position where you feel like you're having to earn your worth earn your Mm -hmm. value based on other people's behavior that you have no control over you're having to earn being lovable by always getting it right Mm -hmm. yeah so he's anxiously pursuing barbie throughout the the movie now Mm -hmm. i want to just say because we're attachment therapists and we believe that you need one person to be there for you from cradle to grave 100% at least one yeah and what's interesting about in this movie is that they aren't together so the expectation isn't that barbie sees him there for him you know in that sense that attachment 
kind of perspective. Wouldn't you say, Rachel, like that's kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. So his his perception is that she is his, right? Like they are in a bond. Yeah, his perception is that uh, he only exists because of her. Right. And then in the end, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, it it was Barbie, right? Mm -hmm. And then there there was Ken. So it's Barbie and Ken in his mind, right? He only exists because of Barbie and he exists to make, you know, to get attention from Barbie. Yeah. And you were going to share what happens at the end. Yeah, now I'm like we've moving too fast because I just saw it and I'm all excited about it. But yeah, it's a great movie. It's so good. And he's like, she tells him, you know, again, you gotta find out who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, who am I? Yeah. Without Barbie, who am I? Yeah. It was like this realization. Barbie can be Barbie and he can be Ken, even without Barbie right Mm -hmm. yeah he's great at doing stuff he is great at doing stuff yeah and we need him Mm -hmm. we need the kins yep yeah Yeah. so one another point that they kind of make in this movie through what we just talked about is it is not your burden to fix someone be it a family member, a romantic partner, a friend who doesn't know themselves. Rachel, that's powerful. How often do folks like try to fix a person who doesn't know who they are? How much time do you do, do people spend on that? my goodness it's so common it's like is trope the right word like that's a classic movie theme and so I was so impressed that like Barbie movie didn't go there Barbie didn't try to fix Ken or like you know help Ken be okay in the classic sense that like a a rom-com would she was just kind of like you're great. And I'm sorry that if I ever took advantage of you, but you've got to figure out who you are. Yeah. Yes. She wasn't. Yeah. It's kind of like they, they took the, there wasn't the hero villain, um, bad guy kind of context. It was, you are your hero. Yes. You are your worst enemy. Yes. You have to find your true core self. Yes. Yeah. So you're all three. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is much more realistic. We are those things. We are our own worst enemy, our biggest critic. Mm -hmm. And the only person that can truly empower us to be the person that we want to be. Yeah. Yeah, I just had that thought about Taylor Swift's song about um, her saying the anti-hero, you know, you know, people call her narcissistic, you know, and all this stuff. It's like, yeah. well, she can be her own enemy and still be her own hero at 
the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So finding your true self and being really, really happy with who God made you to be, you know, with the cellulite. Yeah. And letting other people do that too. There's a difference in supporting someone and trying to fix them. Oh, well, what is the difference? Supporting, I think it's just like being there to listen, validate what someone is feeling. And when trying to fix someone is like feeling like it's your responsibility if they're unhappy, that you've got to do something to make them happy. Does that make sense? That makes good clear sense. enough. Okay. Yeah. Because you could expend all your energy, all your money, all your time. Yeah. And then they still look at themselves and they're still not satisfied. So what, what good did that do you to pour into? Yeah, you just depleted and drained, you know, yourself. Yeah. And, you know, finding your own identity. We've had podcasts regarding that. Just, you know, it's it's going on your own adventure, your own finding out your own purpose. And you find yourself when you're out in the wilderness. Hmm. At least we do, don't we, Linda? Yeah. Yeah, Rachel and I got to do that hiking trip this fall. We got to get on it. Yes. It's good. Oh, sorry, Rachel. I lost it there for a second. Yeah, Um, yeah, the impact of oppressing or disregarding people, making them feel worthless or no value. Yeah, I think that's what we were talking about when we said, you know, it doesn't, if it goes all one way, it's not good. If it goes all the other way, it's not good, right? It's important for everyone to feel like they're seen, they're heard, they're understood. They have a voice. Yeah. What was the Barbie that lived in the house, the silly house? What was her name? I think they called her Weird Barbie. Weird Barbie. Yeah. Kate McKinnon. Mm-hmm. Love her. And it's like, you know, she was just that Barbie that her little girl or boy played with and wore her out. And she her mm-hmm. hair's not perfect. And she's always in a split because her leg had been popped off too many times. Yeah. <laughs> I had a Barbie like that. It just overplayed with and just, you know, she was different and um had her own uniqueness to her and just including her in the problem solving I love that just you know I like that she was included in that yeah yeah she was incredibly helpful right yeah which shoe will you pick today do you want the the glass slipper do you want the Birkenstock flat you know and which would you choose Rachel? Oh, I would want that Birkenstock <laughs> comfort. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. So more human, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and and that's kind of like you know do you want to be more human or do you want to be more plastic in life but i actually thought that scene was very re like reminiscent of of going to therapy because Ooh. yeah when you go to therapy you're going to challenge yourself you're going to learn new things you're going to become more aware of yourself and others and you can't undo that so i loved that scene right and barbie did what so many people do she wanted what was familiar mm-hmm that the flat Birkenstock was not familiar, right? Go into the real world and seeing real people that was unknown, uncharted territory. That was so scary. Of course, she didn't want to go there. She wanted what was safe and comfortable and familiar, that high heel. So I was like, oh, this is so just authentic. This is so real. This is what we do as humans too yeah well stated rachel that was such a great observation i didn't even think of it in that way yeah when you come to therapy you really are like um exploring those parts of self that you've never really seen before or hey i'm allowed to be scared and sad yeah really pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone you know and doing things that are so scary Oh yeah. Right? And I tell people all the time, because I truly do believe this bravery is not the absence of fear. It's being scared and doing it anyway. Being scared and doing it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That is brave. Yeah. That's so good. So many good things in this movie. Oh. I know. And they're all like, they're so subtle. They're, they're covered in, in this just nostalgia and humor. Yeah, I yeah. love it. It's deep without like being obviously deep. <laughs> it's so deep. Yeah. Reflective. Yeah. Many yeah. layers. Yes. Yeah. We kind of went into life being a constant balance of mm -hmm. contradiction. Yes. Um, and, and that just goes into the stereotypes they focused on women, female stereotypes. Uh, I think men have a lot of stereotypes too. Oh, yeah. Like you got to be this uh, macho man that's, you know, tough and strong and can go and kill your meal and fix a car and, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. You're never allowed to show emotion. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. How would you describe for women? What would some stereotypes be? Yeah. Like expectation. So like the, the typical Barbie. That's what they called her. No, it wasn't typical. Now I can't think of the word, how they described her. I've got to find that. Yeah. Yeah. Like this whole, um, the whole imagery thing is like, you know, the blonde hair, the blue eyes, the, 
I was born with blonde hair. Yeah, this is some fake blonde now, but <laughs> it was when I was a kid, you know, and, you know, I've, I've evolved and, and things aren't perfect. And that's the aging part. I like that part in the end about aging. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, I want to experience that. Yeah, because there's this, there is a lot of pressure on women to not age. And oh, yeah, to stay looking young forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're not talking about self-care, skincare. That's all good. We love all that. I'm talking about not exercising or eating healthy. That's those are all things you need to do for your temple. Talk about this, this constant need to not have a wrinkle, you know, this mm -hmm. constant need to be no cellulite, not one hair out of place, just that's a that's a pretty high standard and they ask I think this the girl in sex in the city what's her name Carrie mm -hmm. Carrie Bradshaw yeah they were like she was on a, a podcast with Howard Stern and he's he's like so you, he's like well, you're just allowing yourself to age I think that's really cool you know and she's like yeah and no one asked George Clooney about that Mm-hmm. They don't know yeah. once why are you isn't that a funny way to even word that you're allowing yourself to age? Who has a choice? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> we're aging from the time we're born. Maybe that wasn't the right wording that he used, but yeah. that's the way it landed on her. And she's like, well, no. Yeah. No one would ask George Clooney why he's allowing himself to go gray. Right. Because he's, he's considered, he's like considered the silver fox, right? Yeah. With his gray hair and yeah. Mm -hmm. Women, it's like, oh, wow, she's so brave that she's gray. <laughs> that she's not dyeing her hair and trying to conceal her age. Wow. Yeah. I love makeup as much as the next lady. I love it. it. It does good wonders for me. And I love it. And I'm still going to age. We and are. it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. And I think Absolutely. she was trying to say, it's okay that men and women age. Why, why is the beauty standard somewhere around here for women? And that's a good question. And they brought that up in the movie too. Yes, they did. Yeah. How, uh, like I was saying, like, you gotta be successful. You know, a woman has to be successful in her career and a great mom. That's always taking care of her kids and staying home. If they're sick, gotta be, you know, beautiful, sexy, you know, stay youthful, but not, you know, also be conservative and modest and not show too much skin or, you know, yeah those are yeah that that's good you said it perfect like how do you do both I think we're all still trying to figure it out right <laughs> yeah how do you do it all yeah how much is too much skin how much is too little skin how much is too much makeup in quotes right how much is not enough how... yeah 
and how much do I work and how much do I cook and how much yeah it's a yeah. lot of pressure yeah how can one portray themselves as confident but not, not come across as having a huge ego and being you know self-obsessed mm-hmm yep yeah yeah, you're that I think Cardi B said that. She's like, yeah, if I'm telling if I'm telling them to pay me, I'm a bitch. But if I were, you know, some man, I wouldn't be called a bitch. Yeah. She, paid. she said yeah. that because she asked to be paid for a gig she did. I mean, I probably don't have all the details correct. She can correct me, but that's true. Like you wouldn't ask a man why he's asking you to pay him for a job. Yeah yeah so. and then like what rachel's saying is that men have you know how many men can walk around with a six-pack like ken all day that's i mean what are they even eating <laughs> right are yeah. they i mean that's yeah doggy barking yes sorry <laughs> you're good my dogs are always annoying your dogs is sweet Thanks. so you know, the standard for, you know, to look that good and, you know, fix a car and bring home the bacon and fry it. And they have a lot of pressure too. Yeah. Be this, uh, I'm trying to think of just stereotypes, right? Be this provider and mm -hmm. yeah, be a great dad, but don't be, um, you know, what's something, you know, they want pe men to be great dads and um be great providers well sometimes when you're a great provider you can't be at every soccer game right 100 percent, yeah and i mean from the time you know little boys start playing sports or whatever right don't cry suck it up you know you're being a wimp mm -hmm. cry baby but then we want them to grow up into adults and be sensitive, understanding partners that know how to communicate in a relationship <laughs> and share their feelings with us because we want to know what is in their heart. <laughs> and they're like, what is that? No one's ever taught me how to do that. What, where did this expectation come from? <laughs> Yeah. How do I be in a relationship and not show emotion and be tough and strong at the same time? Mm -hmm. But also share my heart with my partner. Right. Yeah. So they have that double standard. Yes. On that too. So yeah, Rachel, you've done a great job. You know, you have had great insights. Mm. Um, and what do we want our listeners to hear about you know, this, these conundrums or, you know, double standards we all experience. Yeah. I think all of the lessons are you are okay and have value just as you are your mm -hmm. worth, your value, your lovableness as a human being does not fluctuate. It does not go up and down. It is steady, right? Innately, just you being you you are lovable, you are worthy, you have value to offer the world. 
Yeah, that's good. You are kin enough. Yes, you are kin enough. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and Ken's good enough and Barbie's good enough. We're all good enough. Yeah, and Alan. And Alan, your contribution is not unnoticed. Yeah. Yeah. Loved and, it. Yeah, it was so good. So, and Rachel and I could, and I could probably unlayer and pick apart so many things in the movie and maybe we'll come back to it. But we thought we would do a little podcast about it today. Yes. So we're all dressed up in Barbie core talking about the lessons that we learned from the Barbie movie and we hope that you have enjoyed it yeah thank you for listening yeah till next time bye, bye.